Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Craig Forrest. I have a very sharp, smart, creative guest who is our uh, person to interview today. His name is Lynn Wilson, and he is a creative artist and pastor. Lynn, welcome to the podcast. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. You bet. You have been on my radar for quite some time. We have a a mutual friend in Orland Salfer, who is a, a creative pastor, media pastor up in Virginia Beach, Virginia and he sings your praises. And as I look across all the different platforms of the work and ministry that you do in both media and creativity, innovation, it's impressive. How did you get involved? Where did you start uh, in your field of creativity? Well, at, at, uh, I'm PK, so I guess it starts <laughs> way back. So am I a PK, so we're both a little, we've been both kicked in the head a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they say PKs either in, end up in ministry or in jail, so I guess ministry is a better choice. Yeah, no, I, when I was in college, I was um, pretty turned off, growing up pretty turned off by the church uh, throughout college, kind of had a love, love-hate relationship a little bit. I uh, was part of the church, uh, had a personal faith uh, life, but uh, was confused and uh, uh, kind of turned off by the uh, symbols and language of the church. And uh, didn't understand why we had such trouble communicating. Uh, and so in uh, college, had an experience, uh, really a calling, but not a, a calling to traditional pastoral ministry, but a specific calling to help uh, the church uh, be able to communicate the gospel in ways that were uh, relevant to the culture. Uh, and this was in 1991. So at the time, you know, the uh, the faith expression, creative expression of the church and, and larger culture was pretty difficult to come by. Right. Um, right. So uh, it, it took a few years for that uh, calling to come to fruition in terms of career. But uh, after seminary, I landed at a church in Ohio called Ginghamsburg. It's a growing United Methodist church. Uh, we were doing about a thousand in worship uh, a weekend when I was there. I had just installed screens in the sanctuary. And this was a, a mainline Methodist church in 1995. We that's, were, a, that's a big uh, jump, screens in the sanctuary in 1995. Yeah, I, I really think we were uh, one of, if not the first, uh, churches in mainline settings that were really experimenting with what this looked like. Uh, so that uh, led us to notoriety, you know, famous or infamous, however that might be. But uh, at the same time we were growing, uh, we were getting a lot of attention from uh, other churches, from uh, uh, you know, industry, secular culture, from academia. You know, we kind of lived a, a living laboratory is what we called it, just experimenting uh, every week in terms of what it meant to tell stories uh, using visual media uh, and changing orders of worship in order to be able to accommodate a more narrative approach to the gospel. And did that for uh, several years. And so that's how I got started. You know, it was a, an experience I'll probably never live up to, actually. <laughs> and that's okay. Well, let me ask you this because you've talked about it in your answer. Uh, some people listening to our podcast today uh, don't know what narrative means, don't know what a storytelling culture might be, and that has changed tremendously in the last 20 or 30, 30 years. 
in the church and with uh, organizations, faith-based. Talk about storytelling culture, because uh, my belief, uh, and I bet you share it, is that uh, church and Christians should be the best storytellers in the world. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I've been living into learning what this means. I've claimed it uh, my entire career, Craig, but uh, I'm still making new discoveries all the time about what it, what it really means. Uh, fundamentally, it comes down, I like to quote Walter Brueggemann that says, uh, uh, he says that ultimately at our deepest places, uh, we are not moved by instruction. Mm. Oh, the, um, the Bible is primarily uh, the, built around story. And of course, the, the structure of a story, as you well know, is about a character who wants to make a change and cannot make that change on his own. So he looks to some kind of wisdom or guidance in order to find the plan for change. And, and the structure of story matches the structure of what we want to have, have happen in people's lives and changing hearts and changing hearts and lives. Right. Uh, so our, our very nature in ministry as believers and as communicators and, and those who live out the gospel is, is story. And, and yet we uh, have lost track of that in the church. And we, I, I would use the word reduce. We turn the, the gospel, reduce the gospel into a series of propositions which we uh, we present and then try to, to gain some kind of uh, intellectual assent uh, to. But it's not a lived experience. It's mm -hmm. a thought experience, which is, uh, I think, um, wrong if not heretical. It's, it's a little bit too Greek uh, to me. But that's, uh, you know, kind of not understanding what story is. And so being a storytelling culture in a local church, is uh, it starts with something as simple as telling stories better in worship, but it goes far, far beyond that and how we even communicate and how we um, engage in ministries and the lives of the people that are part of our congregations. Great conversation so far with Lynn Wilson, church media guru. We will be back to the other side of the podcast in 32 seconds after this message. This podcast features engaging conversations with leaders, artists, and creatives sharing about current trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. Today's episode is produced by Matchstick Media International, a nonprofit that's passionate about inspiring both visionary leaders and young creatives to harness the power of media to further the gospel. To learn more, visit us at matchstickmedia.org. Now, back to Craig. We are talking on the podcast with Lynn Wilson. You can also go to his very excellent uh, blog at Lynn Wilson, L E N. W-I-L-S-O-N, lynnwilson.us. And there's a host of great information, books, articles, uh, blog items. It's uh, a wonderful buffet, uh, so to speak, of creativity, innovation, and media. L Lynn, the church in the last 20, 30 years has really changed in its approach to media. What do you think's going on there? Well, you know, the church growth movement, uh, which I guess a lot of people trace to uh, kind of the Calvary Chapel and some of the West Coast and uh, attempts to change music uh, back in the 70s, uh, is primarily built around the concept of, of relevance. And I, I don't really use the word relevance anymore because I think relevancy is confused with recency. Oh, okay. um, I think uh, relevancy is properly understood as resonant, uh, resonate, you know, resonancy. Sure. Uh, how well you resonate with somebody. And um, along those lines, I think media, to a large degree in the church, has been uh, an attempt uh, by church leadership to, uh, to find a way to connect or you know, be relevant, so to speak, uh, to the culture. And this, the sad part is it's, 
you can't, I don't believe, successfully adopt new methodologies or new tactics without a proper understanding of the conceptual shift that needs to happen underneath. So a lot of what I see uh, that's that has the label of Christian media has not properly shed a propositional or didactic kind of approach to uh, ministry. And so we end up, well, one thing I say is that uh, if you're, if you have all your points in mind before you begin to, to create your story, what you're really doing is you're creating an allegory, not a story. Sure. Uh, you know, and we're, church is not comfortable with storytelling still in the full sense that we, uh, we want to make sure we make points. And oftentimes we want there to be a single point in what we're doing. Um, I like to point to the parable of the prodigal son as a great example of how uh, storytelling doesn't always have a single point. I mean, you can create three or four different deep, life-change-worthy experiences out of the tale of the prodigal son, depending on if you're talking about the perspective of the younger son or the father or the older son or whatever you want. You know, and so story is much deeper than what we make it out to be when we focus on single points. You could, with the prodigal son, you could also take the the point of view of all the people that were partying with him uh, and having a great time because he was paying the bill uh, for, uh, uh, you know, sex, music, and rock and roll. Back, yeah, back, back in the day. Excellent, excellent thought. Um, let me follow up on something. I see so much church media in my travels, uh, near and far, that is concentrated primarily on the people that are inside the four walls of the church when there are so many opportunities outside the church. But going outside the church means going out to what a couple of friends have said, uh, going out into the marketplace of ideas. Mm. And once you go out into the marketplace of ideas, you're in competition for every video game, sports, entertainment, uh, political discourse, and you're no longer in the comfortable confines of uh, your ministry or your church. Talk about that for a minute. Yeah, you know, the gravitational pull of ministry is always inward. Uh, I think it takes a constant sense of um, vision uh, to remind people that the church is the only organization not built for its members. Uh, And and that goes beyond just the use of media on how we communicate to everything we do in the church. I think our our storytelling, our use of media gets sucked into some larger issues which lead to, uh, to decline. Uh, so we're having to constantly you know, constantly fight that battle. This has been a great episode and conversation with Lynn Wilson, church media guru. We've learned a lot, and we're going to learn more in the next episode. Hope you join us. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.